Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Juliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to discuss how you remain objective as a leader, particularly when you're emotionally invested in the activities that are happening and, and in the leadership generally, don't you? I think if you ask someone, you say to one of the leaders, this is what we got to talk about. The person would immediately think, I'm always objective. And I think we say that is because you do try. But the fact is that you're a human being and a human being has inbuilt biases that we're not even aware of. So, for example, you've got a team of people and if you really are honest with yourself, you might find that you like some more than others. To what extent does that lead you to not being objective? It's probably a question that you may not have thought about or thought, no, no, I, I don't. When we're at work, everyone is equal. Or even at home with your family, children, whatever. You're saying I'm being unbiased and being very objective in my decision making, but you are influenced. So influenced may be because of Let's talk about the different team members that you have. Some of them, they just have a little bit more personality that works for you, which means that they're more vivacious, they're more engaging when they talk, they can express themselves better. And you have another person with probably at some point, at some time, a much better idea, except that person's delivery is not as good, or you really haven't got to know them stopping there i would think so what does that mean do i have to know each member of mine and like them equally for me to be objective the answer to that is absolutely not you can't be like that what you've got to know is actually check up on yourself each time you're about to make a decision and say am i being objective what's the pros and cons and actually face those things about Oh, I'm listening to Joe and I really like Joe's ideas and Joe's great and he's been so good in the past and blah 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 but I'm looking at Adam and Adam is uh, I'm not keen on what they said go back to that am I not keen on the content the idea have I validated the idea have I validated my thinking and my emotions so we're really talking about emotionally invested in on two levels. Emotionally invested in the project or the activity or the decision that has to be made and then the contributions that come with making that decision or, or moving that task forward. For me, it would be about having measures in place. I think that the objective measures for moving a project through its timeline are the things that take the emotion out of those decision-making processes but you will still be emotionally involved in the project and in the team and in the team's performance so you can't ever be objective i don't think you can't you can't ever be completely objective no decision is without emotion at some level whether it's because you're keen to get it done, whether you just want it out of the way, whether you like the people, whether you don't, there will always be a level of emotion because there is a level of commitment. For you as a leader and as a manager, you've made some sort of emotional investment in your career and in this organisation and in this process. And to put all of that aside and be simply and 
completely and coolly objective would make you artificially intelligent <laughs> and, and those decisions get made for different reasons and not by people. The other factor in not being objective is your own biases that you may not be aware of. Your own biases, let's talk about um, introducing a project or something like that. And maybe you had previous experience. Previous experience could be either ways. You were against it last time when you were a team member and they pushed it and it didn't work. So now you already got that inbuilt uh, feeling and emotion about that topic or worse still, that you actually said it shouldn't happen, but now you believe it should. Mm -hmm. And you, you think, what about everybody's gonna think, the people in the past gonna think, oh, now he turned because he's a leader. Again, the emotional biases. So yes, go back to validating why and what changed between last time and now. Look at the facts, look at the circumstances, look at the environment and have a solid analysis to back you up in your own mind which way to go. You also run the risk, you know, we've talked at the moment really about the negative emotions and conflicting emotions, but there might be the other end of the scale. You might be really excited and really enthusiastic and you might have passed that on to the team and they might also be enthusiastic and really keen to get it done and that emotional investment in the project and in the success and the excitement of bringing something new to bear perhaps might pull you through and help you to move the project forward without making well-based decisions. It's still coming back to having measures in place that are objective measures and those things need to be set out at the beginning of the project and certainly you can review them but again we're looking at the reviews not being an emotional investment in wanting the task done or wanting a better result than you're getting or pushing it forward faster because you are getting better results than you expected. So I guess in summary always remember whilst your intent is to be objective and your track record might prove that you are objective each time you've got to, we've got to remind ourselves, I certainly do, and mm -hmm. say, have I thought about all of those? Is that because I hate what I'm doing in this case, or, or I'm not supportive, or am I very enthusiastic? Mm -hmm. And then what's, where's the filters? And that is, have I got the people, am I listening to the diverse opinion? Are those opinions backed by information and facts that will help me get the best decision at the time? So maybe also it's something as simple as keeping track of what you're doing during the day. Now I've been introduced in the last couple of weeks to a new form of daily diary, I suppose you could call it. And it's simply a matter of every time you make a decision, you, you put down a, a face on, on the app that's on the phone. So it's a smiley face or it's a straight line or it's a... a or it's an unhappy face, or, um, there's about five different levels. And what it does by the end of the day is you look back at that and you think, well, I did this decision I was happy with and why was I happy with it? So it gives you some tools to do a review of how you're making decisions throughout the day and whether there's a time in the day where you make better decisions, where you are less emotionally involved. Yeah. Like, uh, I know for me, the time between four and five o'clock in the afternoon is the worst time for me to make decisions. It's where I am 
biorhythmically, as we used to say in the 80s, at my low, and I don't make good decisions at that time of the day. I do make better decisions in the morning, that's just me, I'm a morning person. I know that for many they are night persons, evening persons, and they make better decisions early afternoon to, to the evening. So those sorts of things you need to know about yourself, you need to know about your team. Because if they're making decisions or they're giving you information at the wrong time of the day for them, then you're not getting the best information, you're not getting the best basis for making your decisions. So it's about knowing yourself, coming back to knowing yourself, knowing when is a good time for you to make a decision and as much as you can. I know that theoretically it all sounds good, well, I only make decisions in the morning. Well, that just doesn't happen, you know, if you do have to make decisions at the rest. But by being aware of the fact that that's not a good time for you to be making decisions, you're probably more careful about mm. the decision that you're making. If, you know, if you've already identified that that's not a good time for you of the day to be making decisions, then you are more careful about making the decision and does that then make it a better decision because you are more measured, you're more careful about the environment and about what you're taking in and the decision you're making rather than I'm always good in the morning so I'll just make my decisions in the morning and I'll just make them regardless and, and that's probably not as good a process to be in unless you're really confident that your decisions in the morning are the best ones can be made and you're not emotionally blocking other things that need to happen yeah. at that time. I think we've finished that topic for you for today. I'm Kim Bailey, she's for Yana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.